All right, I got a few questions. Uh, oh, gosh. All right. Should uh, I step boy, out of the I'm room? Excited. You guys are like the yin and the yang of sports talk. <laughs> you know I'm a basketball guy. I love basketball season. Everything Why? is amazing. I'm on the owner's radar. It's never good. Not fun. I'm a little surprised you agreed to do this knowing that Paulie's part of the show. He's bound to do something every show that just makes no sense at all. <laughs> Buddy, open look at a three. Got it. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Polly Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. Stephen Fonte, Polly Sebelia with you on a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation, game day edition of the show. The Orange on the road in Raleigh, North Carolina, set to take on NC State tonight. We'll have SU assistant coach Alan Griffin joining us here momentarily to start the show. Anton Thomas coming up at 1 o'clock. Tony Haynes, he's the radio color analyst for North Carolina State basketball. He'll join us at 2 o'clock. And then Mike McAllister, publisher of Syracuse on SI and AllSyracuse.com, will join us at 2.30. Of course, it's National Signing Day. We'll get his thoughts on all things Syracuse football. Plus, we'll mix in your phone calls at any time, 315-437-7644. How are you today, Paulie? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. I um, Jordan can attest to this. I, I arrived literally 30 seconds before the show started. I thought I was doing the show from Channel 9 today. He called me at 11.40. Well, he called me. I missed his call. I called him back at 11.48, and he said, Steve, we need you down here. And I made it with 30 seconds to spare. Oh, yeah, I went and got my PCR test this morning, so that's the soonest I could do it. So How are we feeling today? I'm, negative. I'm, I'm a thousand times better. Had to be Good. allergies. Excellent. But uh, just waiting on the test result, and then I'll be back in the office hopefully tomorrow. All right, excellent. And uh, and playing it safe, and, and we all appreciate that. A uh, lot to get to on the show today, Paulie. Uh, you know, we've got certainly... SU men's basketball to talk about. We hope to get Griff here. Uh, obviously, the team's on the road, so uh, hopefully we, we we will be able to track him down in the first few minutes of the show. But a, a chance tonight to string together back-to-back wins for the SU basketball team. We'll certainly talk SU football with it being National Signing Day. A lot going on in the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady um, retiring, officially retiring. Not even the biggest story to come out of the league yesterday, so we can certainly get into that as the show moves along. But we begin with basketball, and and again, um, it's a chance. I guess you know, live in the moment, Paulie. It's a chance to get back to five hundred tonight, and and maybe start to build a little bit of momentum. Yeah, hopefully they have built momentum. And I was discussing earlier on another show that it doesn't look good. Like even if they go on a run, it's still ugly. Like they could end up seventeen and fourteen if you're in a best case scenario. Like if best case scenario right it's and you still gotta you have to beat duke and you have to beat north carolina if you want to be mentioned on the bubble well the team's got to get hot and i mean they know that uh, there's no doubt about it and with, and with that in mind uh let's head to our guest line to bring on our first guest today he's brought to you every week by the sheraton syracuse university and conference center su assistant coach alan griffin joining us uh griff appreciate you finding some time on a game day uh on the road uh how you doing down there everything going all right everything's going good can't complain all right. Well, I guess let's let's start with this. I mean, Paulie was just saying, you know, uh, that it's it's not looking great right now, and you guys know that, obviously. Um, you know, we we're allowed to look big picture, right? The, the those of us in the media, um, you know, fans are allowed to look big picture. What is the focus for the team? Is it 
Is it big picture? Is it, you know, 9 o'clock tonight in NC State? I would, I would imagine it's the latter. Yeah, definitely. It's 9 o'clock tonight. I think the uh, the attitude of the team is, is, you know, we can continue to get better as a team. But more importantly, you know, just we, we can't look past nobody. Um, and, you know, I think Coach said it best early on in the season. He said, we're good enough to be anybody in the league, and we're just – we can be bad enough to lose to anybody in the league. So, um that's just the nature of where we are and who we are right now. And, um, you know, we can't look past nobody. We can't think about no tournaments, no night. We've got to focus on, you know, NC State. You know, I'd, I'd imagine after every game you're going over, you know, with the team, uh, you know, film and video, and, and you know, we got to do this better next time. And, and I would imagine that, you know, after most games, correct me if I'm wrong, Griff, but after most games you're going over things that went wrong and things that you want to correct. The Wake Forest game, so much went right, and and this team has has been struggling. Was it nice to have a game where so much went right that you could show the guys, hey, like this is what we've been talking about. Like th- you guys are capable of doing this. Yeah, Steve, you know who I work for. <laughs> if nothing goes right, you know, uh, 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 and, and that's just a, a, a joke, obviously. But you know, uh, we we did some things in the first half that, again, we we got a limit, and and um, you know, we try to get uh, Moises to not get open looks, and you know what? Who bangs the first three of the game? Moises, like it's just one of those things where you know the, the, the we got to continue to be a, on a, on alert with these guys because. It's um, it's again. It, we we can't afford those opportunities to slip. Right, and and I know that you're never satisfied, and I, I totally get that. I guess where I'm coming at it with that question is, you know, it it seems like when you lose so, many, especially so many close games, right? You guys had that string where f- your your five losses, you know, Georgetown and then the four in conference were all essentially by a possession. Um, and I would imagine that that chips away at players' confidence, or can anyway. Was it nice to have a, a win where a lot went right? You won by twenty-two. You beat a really good team, and you know, did, did that help restore some confidence in this team for the stretch run? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always good to get a win. I was losing sucked, and um, you know, we just. We, we, again, we're just trying to take it day by day. The one thing that you you, you see in this team is a competitive a fight uh, in, in everything that we do. Sometimes it might not, you know, result in the wins, but uh, it, it's one of those things where it's encouraging. It makes you come to work every day because you still got a bunch of guys that's looking to fight and wanting to fight, and that's that's all that matters at this point. Uh, Alan, after last. After the game at Pittsburgh, Coach caught some grief for saying that Jesse needed to get stronger. You know, how did that go over in the locker room? Like, to me, it was, hey, he needs to get stronger, and it wasn't a shot at him. But, you know, how do you, how does Jesse take something like that? I, I think Jesse un- understands because, I mean, it's not the, the person that knows that he, he can do more and, and, he, and he has to get stronger to be able to do more. Uh, who knows it more than just is Jesse. Like, you know, Jesse knows that that's something that, you know, moving forward he has to do. So I think he take it as, uh, um, you know, motivation to, to, to get into that point where he's able to do more, um, you know, and, and, and coach, you know, I said it in Jesse's article with Donna, which was a great piece. I, you know, and I, I said, you know, some guys need their arm around their back. Some guys need a foot up their butt. 
and constantly to keep continue to get better. And that's not a bad thing. You know, everything, we're so sensitive now in society because a coach yell at you or a coach bench you because of whatever. You know, some guys need that. Some guys need because some guys are complacent at times, and that's just who they are, the nature of what, they, you know, what they've been all their lives. So, I mean, again, you know, coaching is getting a player to be at his best. And you know what? And sometimes it's, it's, it's not going to go that player's way. And, and, and I think Coach Behan, uh has done a phenomenal job with Jesse in his years here because, again, he's not going to allow Jesse not to play physical. That's just because he knows that that's what Jesse needs. And that when Jesse doesn't play physical, he hears it. And, and, and that's just been, you know, the coaching of Jesse, you know, since day one. Um, so, again, it, it's one of those things where, you know, Jesse, I think he takes it as positive criticism and, 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 and uses it as a positive. He's been terrific this year, and you look at the jump that, that Jesse has made from, from last year to this year, and, you know, he's got to be considered – uh, one of the front runners for most improved player in the conference. Another one of the front runners for most improved player in the conference is, is a guy you're going to see tonight. I mean, you look at what Sebron has done this year for the Wolfpack. Uh, leads him in points, leads him in rebounds, leads him in assists. Uh, you know, he's averaging about you know, what eighteen and a half a game, nine boards. Uh, you know, as we look ahead to tonight's game, Griff, it, it, you know, I would imagine the scouting report uh, starts with him. Yeah, definitely. Sebron's is a great play. He's, he's having a phenomenal season. And, um, you know, he's the, the snake, you're the head of the snake, so to speak, for the team. And the one thing we got to do a good, if we want to win the game, we got to do a good job of, you know, containing him and, and, and making him, you know, take tough, uh, shots all game. So again, we got to do the job just like how we did against Wake Forest. We got to, you know, in the second half, we got to find, locate the shooters and, 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 they, and the best players and make him have a difficult night. You look at the, you know, they got off to a really good start this year. They were seven and two. Um, they took Purdue into overtime. That was one of their losses. You know, we know how good Purdue is, um, but they, you know, they've struggled since that seven and two start. Um, but this is still a quality team, right? I mean, you know, you, you look at some of their wins. They they won at Louisville by double digits. They won at Virginia Tech by double digits. Uh, they they beat the Virginia Cavaliers by fourteen. Um, you know, when it seems like when they play well, they play really well. Yeah, I mean, again, and at home. So, you know, uh, Coach Keith does a great job with these guys. Uh, they, they, you know, they, the pressure, they're, they're just going to give us a lot to handle, and we just got to be ready for it. All right, last one for you, Griff, as we get you out of here. Just, what, you know, what is the key to tonight as it pertains to Syracuse? What's the key for you guys to come out with a win? Uh, handling the pressure. I, I think if we can handle the pressure, and 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 score off the pressure. It'll it'll make our half court uh, half court offense uh, uh, not so much we depended on. And uh, and if we can do that, we'll be really successful. Yeah, you, you took care of the basketball against Wake. Only five turnovers in that game. Uh, Griff, thanks so much for coming out. We appreciate it. Best of luck tonight. How you got? All right, there he is, Alan Griffin. Brought to you every week by the Sheraton Syracuse University Conference Center. Jordan's not here, so I'm solo here, Paulie. So I apologize for that. Um, so you you want to react to uh, to Griff there and um, and anything he said? I mean, it's obviously uh, this is you know it's a chance to at the very least stack a couple wins together, right? They got a, a big one over Wake Forest, you know, against a, a really good team. Chance to go on the road tonight and uh, and make it two in a row, and 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 that's all they could do right now is just is win the next one and hope that it builds up to a to a winning streak. 
Yeah, and he said they got to go game by game. We can't. We can't go game by game. We we got to look big pictured. You know, if we went game by game, that'd be a boring radio show. Like, <laughs> right. We've got you know we got to look at this. Like you can't lose to NC State. We said that about Pittsburgh. You got to separate yourself from the bottom of the league if you want even the slightest chance. You got to beat NC States. You got to beat BCs. And yeah, it's on the road, but you got to do it. You got to separate yourself. And you know, you. I guess the best this team could ask for right now is to have a shot going into the ACC tournament without having to win it. But like you know, maybe maybe you can make the semifinals and be on the verge. You know, but that's going to take a, a small <laughs> miracle, right? You know, like the hole is deep. Like, it is deep, yeah. Because even if they lose out, the same goal going into the tournament is going to be what it is if they go 500 the rest of the year. You got to win the tournament. But if you want to have a shot of not having to win it, you, you've you got to beat these bad teams and steal a Duke or a UNC game. You're trolling me with the on the verge. I, I caught that, but that was funny. Um, you know, and it, you know, as as dire as it looks right now, Paulie, um, you know, this team's four and six in conference play, ten and eleven overall. They're they're in ninth place in the conference. You know, like they're they're what uh, one loss. You know, Virginia's already got five losses. Syracuse has six losses. You know, Virginia's in seventh. I guess my point is, if if you can string together some wins, and let, let, let's remember, Syracuse has BC twice coming up. Um, this isn't a gauntlet, yeah. Is that right? I mean, the, the next six games or so, you know, they've got a lot of winnable games now. How many they win, that remains to be seen. But to your point, if you can, you know, you're, you're one loss behind Virginia, you're two losses behind Florida State and Wake Forest, and then there's only four teams that have three losses or fewer. So, you know, you could get a decent seed in the ACC tournament and set yourself up to potentially make a run, and as it stands right now, that that feels like their only true chance to get in would would be to go to the right ACC now, tournament, yeah. right? But if you know if you can go five and one in these next six games or whatever the case may be, maybe you start making it interesting and, and get to the point where you're at least being talked about. Right now, they're not being talked about, um, but right. in order to be talked about, this is a game tonight that you got to win. And um, yeah, you got to win these ones. You right. got to beat the BCs. You got to beat a Duke or a UNC. Like I'm saying, best case scenario. If this team goes on a run, they could make it so that they don't have to win the ACC tournament, but they have to win a few games in the ACC tournament. Right, right. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to get awfully hot down the stretch in, in order to make that happen. Uh, you know, 10 like, games. If you left. were looking at the stretch, Steve, you would have said, yeah, they'll beat Pitt, they won't beat Wake. You know, so you don't right. know what you're getting out of this right. team. Right, right. And, you know, what would you say, like 8-2 and two last 10 games, you know, maybe gets you gets you to that point? You know, you'd be, what, 18-13? and 13? Um, It depends on who the two losses yeah, are. Right. You know, the eight wins. Are. Sure, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but you know you're closing the schedule with North Carolina, Duke, Miami. So if you're, if you're only losing two, you know, you're beating – and and let's not forget about Notre Dame at Notre Dame, which would be a quad one. And again, we, let's we don't have to get into quad one and quad two right now. We're not we're not to that point. But if you're only losing two games the rest of the way, you've got at least a couple of good wins in there. I mean, the last four are at Notre Dame, home against Duke. Duke, at North Carolina, and home against Miami. Yeah, Duke would Duke would be a big deal. Yeah, no doubt. Um, don't lose ever again. That's how you <laughs> run the table. Just run the table. That's all they got to do. Just run the table. 
It's as easy as that. Um, let's take our first time out. 315-437-7644. Phone lines open the rest of our number ones. We're just getting started here on a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.